0: Why am I so high whilst eating apples to do to die today at a minute or two to two, a distinctly difficult thing to say, but harder still to do. Listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and look at this guy, strong as an ox. Look how he podcasts with his bohohoy <laughs> Uh
1: My name is Stephanie, and after this, I'm off to the spa for a me day.
0: Oh, nice. If only that were true.
1: <laughs> well, I-, I am going next month for my birthday. Oh, yeah? yeah we're go we're going to Atlanta we're going to a cosplay flea market Oof. and we're going to the Renaissance fair and we're going to the spa nice happy happy birthday to me yeah
0: totally <laughs> uh, awesome well um listeners you all know that Steph's birthday is next month now now just if you can figure out the date um, maybe you will start accepting uh, happy birthday wishes early uh <laughs> <laughs> And gifts. And gifts. All right, we'll have to set up a PO box just for the influx of all the gifts that are coming your way. Um, we're a member of the DC TV Talk Network, by the way. Uh, check out DC TV Talk for all your DC TV podcasting needs. At DC, that's dctvtalk.com. Uh, a little bit of news. Uh, I got to tell everybody that's listening that doesn't know about this yet. Our show is still on the bubble.
2: Ah.
0: So, um,
1: why is everything we love always on the bubble?
0: I don't know. I
1: I, I feel like it's just a way of life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We're just so trendy. Like we're not into popular things, you know, we're not like that. And neither anybody that's listening. We're not into popular things, but we have to make it popular. We have to watch this show live. We have to stream it off of CW's website the day after. we got to, most importantly, get on social media, everybody, and talk about it. Um, we've started up a, a, a hashtag um, on Twitter. Uh, it's hashtag Renew Zombie. Hashtag Renew iZombie. And whenever you use that hashtag, make sure to at the CW when you uh, use it just to let them know, hey, just so you know, I love this show and I'm still watching it. So please renew our show. We need a fifth season. I mean, how can you not after <laughs> how this season has been going and this last episode has been was great. I mean,
1: outstanding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be talking to the writer of these, this episode is uh, returning uh, to the podcast. Graham Norris. And, uh, yeah, rather than talking about mindfulness, we'll be talking about uh, theater arts this time. So <laughs> it should be fun.
1: <laughs> you know, I think this was the best. Episode. I think now Goon uh, Strut was the funniest, but I think mm-hmm. overall uh, episode, this was the best episode.
0: I swear I can keep saying that every week.
1: <laughs> I know. Why couldn't this brain be the two parter?
0: Mm. That
1: would have been great.
0: Yes, with an extended Rachel Bloom sequence.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't want to skip ahead into our discussion too much, but the, the, they took a, a couple of uh, promo shots for um, this episode, and one of them showed her in her like mustache and goatee performing. Mm-hmm. But there was another one where she was like on the stage, like singing with that uh, um, uh, that zombie lady with the big. Big. She, I think she had like a powdery wig or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but she wasn't wearing any mustache at all, so I wasn't sure if they filmed something else that they cut out. I, I'm looking forward to asking about that. <clears throat> so we are talking about. It's already episode six. We are nearly halfway wow. through the season already. No, already. <laughs> uh, my my really fair lady, written by Graham Norris. <laughs> And uh, I've got this uh, split up into a few different chapters. Our first chapter is going to be talking about uh, what I call Renegade Revival. And we start off, of course, with that awesome Rachel Bloom sequence. And Steph, go.
1: <laughs> well, I just think this was very satisfying. That's the—I just keep comparing it to the two-parter, to the ro- to the romantic brain. Mm-hmm. I just—that was so unsatisfying. And this was—we got a fully formed. Like a, a specific character in this brain mm-hmm. you know what I mean okay. she's this driven uh, uh, controlling you know high-strung <laughs> theater director uh-huh. actor I'll just do it myself <laughs> yeah
0: and you get really <laughs> a good enough, s- I'll do it myself. you get a really good sense of her uh, it, when Rachel Bloom uh, is this character at the beginning of the episode I, I don't know if it's because like she's like an actress that we know. But uh, I don't know. Or
1: if this is just a, I don't know. This this character is like a tr- it's tropey mm-hmm. a little. Like you know, when you think of a a, a theater actor, you, you kind of think of somebody like this, a person with a personality like this.
0: Okay, I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot, and I'm gonna try to figure it out. To what would be your most f- uh, ideal choice to have their brain eaten as a CW star? As a stunt casting, um, I'm gonna. I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking. Um, hmm. Wow. Well, we have Stephen Amell. We have Grant Gustin, right? We have. Um, what's the girl from Jane the Virgin? Uh, I, 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 I don't watch that show, so I don't remember.
1: Um. It- it, it would have to be somebody from Riverdale It would have to be Cheryl from Riverdale
0: Oh my god Yes Bring Cheryl Bombshell on to iZombie And have Liv eat her brain And just act like awesome. Cheryl the, Yeah well that's her nickname you don't, oh, okay. you don't Obviously you don't watch Riverdale like I do um, <laughs> I cannot wait for that Carrie <laughs> musical by the way
1: Oh my god I know <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs>
0: Uh, my my other podcast, one of my many other podcasts, uh, Constant Watchers, is about um, Stephen King adaptations. We, me and my friends, do it every once in a uh, while, and we recently did Carrie. So I got all into Carrie, and then I found out that Riverdale was going to be doing the Carrie musical. So I, I'm very psyched and very well researched about it too. <laughs> hmm. Um, as for um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, uh, I don't know. You you're, you still watch it, right? Well, when it was on, yeah, the yeah.
1: Oh, I, when she when Rachel Bloom got to sing, I was so excited because I, I wasn't expecting that,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it was it was different. The first time I wa- the first time through that I watched the production of how she sang the song is different than how Crazy It's Girlfriend does it, and it bothered me because it was yeah. different. But the second time through, I was like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's pretty much a karaoke rent number, right? With with uh, you know, zombie lyrics, you know, cuz it's not about the uh AIDS virus, it's about zombieism, which is great because that's uh, like our our little show kind of comments on that. So, I think Rent was a great uh musical to use to kind of parody using the the zombie of um, Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really watch Crazy Ass girlfriend anymore, but, um, there's a movie coming out with her it's called, uh, Most Likely to Murder, and it's got Adam Pally in it, which was just another, like, delightful person that you want to yeah. see in more things, um, and Billy Eichner and <gasps> Vincent Kartheiser. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. So, <laughs> uh, it's called Most Likely to Murder, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that, um, because I want to see her in things I just I, just, I watched a little bit of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend I just couldn't get into it I'm sorry
1: uh, And you know what Robin I understand Because you are Not cynical Enough for wow. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend
0: <laughs> Alright that's. I guess that's a good thing Yeah uh, <laughs> um, Alright so uh, Oh I wanted to point out The guitar player here Is played by Chris Olson. Um, who played the Zombie High director in Method Head. So uh, you know, I like playing like one universe canon, like we do with uh with Ali Machaka, how uh, her character from Hellcats <laughs> became a lawyer and then changed her name to Peyton. Um I like the idea that the Zombie High director like lost his job after <laughs> things <laughs> happen and he's just like, Oh what the hell, I'll play guitar for this uh uh rent slash zombie <laughs> show. Um, but uh, uh, I wrote down a couple of lyrics How can I find out who I am When there's always someone else inside my head Which is perfect
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: To be or not to be Does not apply to me Because I'm already dead Which is I was just so happy to hear that <laughs> And then of course 525, uh 525,600 zombies to love <laughs> Were you are, you are you a Rent fan at all? Have you watched Rent?
1: I have never watched
0: <gasps> Rent. Oh man! So we're uh, both we both had blind spots for this opening teaser.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I I remember I tried to watch the movie. Yeah. I uh, couldn't get you know the movies are not ever
0: good. Yeah, I watched the movies the movie.
1: of musicals. I'm not crazy about.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing. That. I mean, See, I know it enough to know it's. What, what is it I about?
1: figured, I figured that with my child being in theater that I would mm-hmm. eventually see rent. Yeah. You know, and. Right. Because
0: you know? you're a parent.
1: Yes. I was a theater parent.
0: Parent. Okay.
1: But not anymore. Alas. <laughs> is
0: she going to be a stockbroker now?
1: Uh, Computer science. hmm
0: Uh, tell her to get out while she can't (laughs) know. Tell her she's, she's always going to be learning constantly. She
1: likes to learn.
0: All right. Well, she likes to learn. I'm lazy anyway. (laughs) So, uh, we go to the hotel here and, uh, Liv is urging mama's crew to accept her, but they're a bit skeptical since she works for the Seattle PD and we have here our, you know, our friend Levon, of course. And, uh, we have, Mark, who says he met Liv before, and that's because uh, that's he was in the episode Blue Bloody when she first went to the laundromat. Uh huh. We have Suki, uh, who's played by Melissa O'Neill, which uh, fans of Dark Matter, I don't watch the show, but uh, or never watched that show, but I guess she was one of the stars of Dark Matter. So I, I did hear some reactions, like positive reactions, like, yay, Melissa O'Neill. And of course, Baron, who is played by the great Francis Capra. Yes, Weevil,
1: <laughs> folks. When did, When's the last time we saw him? Was it in like um? What did we see him in last? I feel like we saw him in something.
0: Uh, I remember the last thing I saw was him in "Play It Again, Dick." Okay, uh, like <laughs> because all the Veronica Mars people, but yeah, folks. Yeah. If, if you haven't watched Veronica Mars, it's time to it's time to start. It's time. To I start.
1: can't believe that it's taken to season four to get him on the show.
0: Yeah, like oh, man, I mean, who's left? I mean, we have to get Kristen Bell in person. Uh, that would be great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we have to get uh,
1: who's the kid that played? Um,
0: you talked about the brother
1: be- Casablanca Beaver. Yeah,
0: our our good he old had- friend the Flash from Smallville. The Flash, <laughs> Kyle yes. Gallner. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Lowell. We have to get mm-hmm. a little piss. Um, no. Hey, <laughs> poor guy. He had to, he had to compete against uh, Logan. You know what? What are we? What are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> we can get Aaron Ashmore, you know. Yes. Uh, Sam Huntington. We'll get all the Jimmy Olsons on there um, because they're Sam all.
1: Sam
0: on... Huntington was on here. Oh yeah. Oh man, boy, do I have short-term memory. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So um, <laughs> Baron actually uh, uh, mentioned. You're you going to get that notification
1: sorry I turned my I, I never have my <laughs> my noise zone but I turned it on so I would know when you were ready to
2: start uh,
0: because of the, since the Veronica Mars connection I kind of looked for the you know the shout outs but there wasn't much of a shout out in this scene but Baron does mention like talk about how much of a like a jerk chase Graves is <laughs>
2: uh, it's just
0: funny because weevil and Logan never got along very well in Veronica Mars uh, Um. That's so yeah, they're not sure they can trust Liv because Renegade is more than just scratching people. It's you know they got to move the money, you got to you know bribe yeah, border control. Yeah,
1: right. It's yeah. very complicated, and I love how they were skeptical at first, and she won them over <laughs> just slowly until they're just completely on board.
0: She wore them down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so um, we fast forward to the morgue. The morgue. Uh, We have uh, Mystery Brain that's being baked into some scrumptious cinnamon rolls, and it turns out to be Nellie, who... I love how Liv bakes and
1: cooks some very complicated (laughs) things in the morgue.
0: (laughs) There has to be like a Kitchen Nightmares episode that takes place in the uh, Seattle PD morgue sometime because, yeah, they must have like a full kitchen. that's that's definitely a suspension of disbelief thing, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, because didn't she have like a big mixer?
0: (laughs) I think so too. And also the fact that she doesn't know usually what the brain is going to do, but yet the food item is sort of a pun on it. Like, this is my greatest role. Which is...
1: Yeah, so we didn't see Nellie die. like Nellie died off screen. So this was like a flashback. This... The The Rent performance yeah. happened weeks ago, or days, weeks ago, last week.
0: Maybe last week. Before. Yeah.
1: yeah while we were watching Goody Goonstruck. Struck. Because Nelly was on the bus during the bus accident.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, that was the one thing that was confusing. I mean, it, Blink and You Miss It, when Peyton is... Uh, I mean, I guess it was. It was on screen longer than a blink. But when Peyton's looking yeah. through the files, you see Rachel Bloom's picture in there, and uh, yeah, I didn't catch it at first. So once she gets the, you know, it, she's like, "What brain should I pick?" And I, I looked over at my wife. I'm like, "But like, Rachel Bloom hasn't died yet. So what brain is she going to eat?" Like, and my wife was like, "You didn't see her picture. <laughs> she was one <laughs> of the bus victims." So,
1: and I figured that it was either we get a. Explanation of her death or we get A Rachel Bloom performance we can't have both Uh, There's not enough time
0: yeah right (laughs) Again I think there was Just a little bit more film maybe not the bus crash But there seemed to be something more Uh Mm -hmm. because of those uh, Promo pictures um All right so we go to uh, Chapter titled documentary now Um at back to the hotel A
1: a documentary filmmaker Wow Yeah that's not
0: what I was expecting. <laughs> he's he's embedded in the uh the zombie uh, rebellion. Um so she has she's her she's got the the acting is, is making her very passionate and she um she gets them here's the mission about the how these sick humans were stranded in a shipping crate and now they're you know, someone's gotta rescue them, so she gives a great dramatic inspiring speech. And then she says, Are we good or will we need that in a wide? <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome uh, And then we have another scene Where Levon said that uh, Mama Leone inspired him After saving his friend That's why Levon uh, works uh, For Mama Leone Or worked So uh, she comes up with this plan uh, Which involves costumes And a cast list <laughs> And I don't know if you looked Scripts. at yeah, I don't know if you looked at that cast list I freeze framed it And her character's name is Matilda Lord And Lord of course is spelled like the uh, Pop singer (laughs) Uh, And of course she's got her wig She's got her wig
1: Well, But what was great was in the scene before When uh, Major was talking about He thought that uh, Robbie (laughs) Robbie had sewed his his Uniform and Liv ended up with it That's
0: funny Yep and then Liv convinces them of their believ- her believability by pulling a gun in young cops. Like, you're crazy, girl. <laughs> um, and then she says, Oh, yeah, my role is very layered. It's many layered. It's got a very difficult accent. It's kind of a hint of things to come. <laughs> uh, it's
1: brilliant. Uh, I love it when Liv looks like Rose.
0: I love it. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Liv mocks Baron on his acting cause he can't do it really well. And all of a sudden like Weevil comes out and he's just like screaming, uh, you know, very, uh, intimidatingly at, uh, you know, the other people. <laughs> so we go to the Marina heist, heist baby. And we have this great thing. Baron and Suki are teamed up they hij- They hijack the Euphrates cr- truck. I was glad to see Euphrates come <laughs> back into the mix. And also there's another Uh, Kind of shout out to an earlier episode We have Levon hanging off the bottom of the truck Which uh, is something Liv did in uh, Cape Town
2: Uh.
0: And so they get stopped at the gate And um, Levon sneaks in And uh, meanwhile Baron is like feeding Suki lines And cracking up because how ridiculous the script is
1: Yes, uh, but I loved that because it was like Suki It was like they gender swapped Yeah And that's so theater You know, theater (laughs) Loves to do that Just like Also back to the beginning with Rachel Bloom How she was with uh, The actor had to go to work To deliver pizzas And she just did She just put a mustache to go to And did it herself You know that's Theater loves opportunities To shake things up (laughs) I gotta
0: get home to my wife man She punishes (laughs) me when I've been bad (laughs) (laughs) And then her little ad lib Do you remember it?
1: I can't remember, but I remember Weevil commenting on the ad- good Adley. What
0: is she, freaking what is she patriarchy? <laughs> patriarchy. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's when Matilda Lord, uh, New Zealander, uh, comes onto the scene, distracts the guard. Um, she plays the d- damsel in distress. And uh, he's all about Lord of the Rings. And she's, oh, yeah, I was in Lord of the Rings. This guy's like, of course, the one guy has seen it like a thousand times, can quote it from memory.
1: <laughs> but it, she said, a lot of Americans have never heard of New Zealand. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, between Lord of the Rings and Flight of the Concords, you know. It's always a well, joke, but, though, that the, I mean, they did it in Flight of the Concords, too, that New Zealand seems to only be known to Americans by Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Like, this yeah. is the place where Lord of the Rings was filmed. That's about it. <laughs> but what were you going to say?
1: I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i sure it's true. Uh, I'm sure most people are like, New Zealand, what is that? You mean Australia? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, Floyd of the Concords, I think he was, uh, Murray was working in a tourism office. And he had, like, a, mm-hmm. a poster on the wall. And it was just this picture of uh, New Zealand. And it said, like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Uh, so then she puts on a terrible American accent, and she's uh, <laughs> great. And then she flashes uh, her uh, her flask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the flask. <laughs> and then when this phone starts ringing, she immediately starts making out with this guy. <laughs> um, and then.
1: But she she calls Peyton, but she, she's yeah. not really calling Peyton. She's calling Levon, Levon and she uh, she says Peyton can come out. She doesn't because okay, her cover, her story is that she got left in the car park in the uh, <laughs> parking lot by a guy, yeah. and uh, Sadie, shut hush hush nightmare. Uh, so she, her story is that she got left by a guy. So she calls her friend Peyton. Peyton to because she can be at, she's not under the curfew, I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting because oh, she works yeah. for the mayor's office she she doesn't have to stick to the curfew
0: uh, oh God, I just I just ran across the American thing I'm an American, I never had a passport, and watery beer <laughs> is the mat is the best
1: yes because Americans we don't we don't travel we don't care about other countries. <laughs>
0: So like, this guy finally like- <laughs> <laughs> this guy finally answers his phone, and uh, Lib sneaks away and I laugh my ass off because if you listen so, like he's reacting like there's a boss like yelling at him on the phone and like if you turn the volume up and just listen to the other side of the phone, there's somebody literally on the phone going <laughs> like there's no words actually being said it's like a cartoon <laughs> uh. So uh, so then we go to Made from Scratch uh, It's the next uh, chapter title In this part And we go to A Side of the Road And uh, um, Liv pulls up She's a little late but it's showtime And Levon reminds her She's going to be on film Like this is something she could be executed for
1: Yeah that's what When they were filming everything I was thinking this is a terrible idea This is evidence <laughs> This mm-hmm. is you know, you can't deny what what you're doing, I that know. you're a renegade, that you're running an underground – oh, let me ask you this uh, side question, Robin. How old were you when you realized that the Underground Railroad wasn't literally an Underground Railroad?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, hmm. uh, I, Did you I – mean, I, is I, it I, just I, me? I, I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I – I think I was a teenager, you know. I don't think I was that bad.
1: <laughs> I know. I just I remember vividly. Where did they the day take all that those was, tunnels
0: back I, then.
1: I was, I was like, wow. I was a. I was picturing a subway. <laughs> it's mm. Not
0: like that at all. Something about Vermont and Alabama uh, education. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. I wanted to say this. This does seem like a like a really stupid idea to film. All this, and yeah, I mean, what purpose does it serve? I'm really hoping they have something in mind. Like this is going to, I don't know, somehow uh, show that zombies are good people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it needs to be I, explained I, I better. It needs to be explored more.
0: It better not be all of a sudden the tape is found and that's a reason to put live away. I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I can see it being used as a tool for that, but hopefully not just that. Like that that tape gets out to General Mills or something and General Mills is like, oh, they're saving sick people. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, hopefully it will be used for good and not uh, for – not just for um, dramatic purposes of oh no, will live, be – yeah, yeah, a, gu-
0: a guillotine victim No, I mean, that's that's Chekhov's, uh, you know, watermelon smasher there That is, uh, <laughs> I guarantee by the end of the season Write it down, everybody It's really easy to actually theorize, I think, at this point But Liv is going to be on the chopping block And Major is going to be standing by And, mm-hmm. and obviously Major's not going to let it, let it happen But <laughs> it's going to be pushed to that point I guarantee it I don't
1: don't know, but you know, so many seasons of this show, we've expected the season to end one way, and it didn't. (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) I know, like in uh, Salvation Army when they showed the preview of the... Zombies seemingly escaping from prison. You thought that it was because Major like infected a bunch of zombies in the prison or blamed it or something. No, it turns out that Max Rager had a a maximum security uh, prison party and the zombies uh, rampaged there. So, yeah, you never know. You never know. This show keeps you guessing. Hashtag RenewIZombie at Mm -hmm. the CW. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, this is a wonderful moment. I really enjoyed this. They have the strings playing. And it's just these smiling, like sick humans, and they're just oh my
1: gosh! When the man takes his oxygen off and hugs him, oh, yeah. like I teared up e- even before the families. Oh, then out. the family. Ooh. Oh, look at <laughs> I me! Mean, before the families, it was just it was very moving. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very emotional.
0: And then right at the end, you know, Suki, who I hope stays around. I hope. I hope all three of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. These new people who Stay around uh, Like walks by And she's like Nice work renegade You know So she's yeah. accepted Calls
1: her renegade
2: Yeah Yeah.
0: And then we have Our last scene Of the episode For this uh, Plot Which is at the morgue Where Levon gives Live the USB drive And it's like Who's next And there's like 300 different forms Of communication People Who have uh, Sent emails Letters Recorded phone calls People who want to ride On the railroad It's not a real railroad Um <laughs>
2: Spina but, yeah. bifida, and that, Lou
0: Gehrig's, <laughs> Alzheimer's
1: Yeah oh, Okay, so Liv has accepted this responsibility You know, mm-hmm. it comes with a price She's, you know, risking her se- her her life But also she's got to make the difficult decisions
0: Yeah Of who to turn away I decide who lives Yeah, I'm not sure if, did he say something like There can only be three? I gotta look at the script again uh, Something
1: like
2: that
0: so there's about 300 candidates, candidates on there. How many can we help? Right now, pick three. Take your time. You got this. Okay. So right now, pick three.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe that means that uh, that's just a start. I really thought this was a great throwback to uh, the pilot where Liv has this, you know, she realizes her purpose at the end of the episode after just swimming in this like sea of, you know, ennui or <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what, what was there, Depression. What was yeah and i i feel like you know ever since um you know the game got changed in seattle uh you know we've always noticed that livs not been in the center of the game and now it seems that yeah here she is again and uh um yeah she's got a she's got a very very important role to play so very cool um, excellent so let's go to the next chapter which i call making up for minor um
1: oh yeah <laughs> What
0: is up with all the dogs on buses in this <laughs> series? I, you know, at my re- at first I thought they were like, "Oh my god, this dog was lost on the bus." <laughs> are they and now and now to make up for minor, you know, Ravi and Peyton are going to save this dog on the bus, you know. Not that minor died or anything like that, but you know, he was left on a bus. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Peyton asks Liv to consume the brains of this, uh, the, the ex-husband who died in the car, uh, the bus crash, but the guy is a heroin addict. So, uh, and did you catch the name of this guy? No. His name was Denny Menace. Denny Menace. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, so we go to, uh next chapter is most important meal of the dead and we're at Major and Ravi's and uh it's breakfast time and Major is squirting his old brain gogurt onto the bagel and he notices Ravi is using all sorts of hot sauce so um he offers Ravi the bagel and he's like oh it's like strawberry cream cheese and he's like oh no it's my monthlies. <laughs> so um so Ravi can
1: experience a personality change By eating a brain But he also can remain human And can have a chance with Peyton again
0: <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> As long as he doesn't Scratch her while he's a zombie I mean, the rules are a little fuzzy mm-hmm. Right now, but um, or I don't know, can Can he sleep with her? I, don't, I have no idea, I mean, hopefully The, hopefully the show explores this in detail And we'll, we'll all be informed <laughs> Um I, okay, so he, uh, this is a one little uh, foible I had. Okay, Major's like goofing off. He's like saying he's going to send a pic of Ravi to live in Baton. The last time we saw Major, he was standing guard as Mama Leone's brains got smashed into oblivion. Ravi even mentions how he's scarred by it earlier in the episode, and yet there's like no ma- like ma- Major has a scene with. All three—Major, uh, uh, Ravi, Liv, and Peyton—and none of them actually talk about what happened or call Major. Deta- I, I almost wish we had like another scene that you know got us back to the because it seems like honky-dory, hunk- you know. Do <laughs> it. <What? laughs>
1: I mean, it didn't bother me, and and I almost feel like the humans don't care what the zombies do among themselves. Uh Like to the mayor's office, if Chase Graves wants to, you know, hold a public uh, uh,
0: execution, (laughs)
1: execution, then they—it's none of their business. Therefore, it's nothing to Peyton. I-, I don't
0: know. I'm talking about like their personal relationship. Like Major stood there and Liv is screaming, Major, Major, you know, and Mama Leone gets killed. Next episode, we've got antics. We've got, oh, I'm just going to send a cute picture to Liv and Peyton. And, you know,
2: mm.
0: he's goofing off. He's teasing Ravi. Like nobody's saying, Major, why did you stand there <laughs> while this poor, uh, poor woman was murdered? <laughs> Mm. I Like I, I, we missed that scene. I don't know if they're saving it for something else, but I just feel like uh, I, I thought honestly, like next episode we'll probably have uh, Major kind of separated from the group. But no, he's goofing off, having bagels, and uh, <laughs> picking on Ravi, and um, yeah. So I don't know. It didn't. Uh, I didn't notice <laughs> at I know. all. I like. I'd rather Major be getting along with the gang, but um, uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Uh, um, so anyway, so, um, later, um, oh gosh. So we have this, uh, really funny food scene. Cause for Ravi, the food, uh, making scene is just the brain hits the chopping block. He cuts one piece off and takes a bite <laughs> rather than <laughs> swirling, mixing bowls. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, like, it, like they played the music and it's just like thonk, shunk. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and that's it. Um and then of course Liv comes in and says For there's no one at work I'd rather see the, the most splendiferous his beard is most vigorous, Doctor Robbie and pulls off the jazz hands. Jazz hands. Yeah. I don't I I gotta ask, do you know what musical that's from? I mean I tried googling it but I didn't get anything. Uh,
1: n- no. I wasn't sure what that was referencing. Maybe maybe it was just her own <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe the Music man I don't uh,
0: know I was like Splendor first That's got to be Something that sticks out I googled it Nothing So Anyway So
1: Well you needed to, Let me tell you Why my daughter Is not in theater anymore
0: Why Because she hates
1: People like this. <laughs> <laughs> she hates Theater people
0: Well You have and to like Theater people She
1: wants a job Oh
0: okay Yeah <laughs> A career so we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a really funny scene, but it's gonna be a part of the uh, Clive storyline when we talk about that after. So we, we'll skip ahead to live bringing home Robbie who's sick. And okay,
1: s- and if Train Spotting taught us anything, <laughs> it is that heroin uh, uh, DTS are ter- miserable, mm-hmm. terrible, awful.
0: Uh, to his credit, Raul Coley actually tweeted out that uh, he did lots of video research and even interviewed a couple people. Um, he says, "I mean, quote, it was
1: excellent. He did an excellent job. Like he looked terrible. Mm-hmm. He looked terrible."
0: He says, "quote It was a very heartbreaking couple of weeks." So mm. he really got into it.
1: He, yeah, he, I, I can tell it really paid off.
0: That yeah. was excellent. And, you know, and it's so funny how, you know, this show somehow pulls off uh, humor over something as
2: horrible yeah. as
0: heroin withdrawal. But I guess but we're also, kind of loud off the hook that, you know, it's just a brain. You know, it's not like he really yeah. is having it.
1: Right. And it's just temporary. Mm. But what's so sad, what's so tragic, he's doing this for Peyton. He's doing this. He wouldn't have done this for just anybody.
0: Nope. Maybe Liv. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, oh, this is where I spotted just a little bit of anger that Liv had towards Major because she says, you know, tell your roommate to look after you and not actually addressing Major.
1: Oh. And he's
0: like, what are you going to be doing? She says, I'll be saving the world and walks off.
1: (laughs) It's so dramatic.
0: So when Peyton visits, uh, we learned there was
1: was something when uh, some soliloquy that Liv was given when she was like, you know, look in the sky, a shooting star across the sky, like it just had (laughs) nothing to do with anything.
0: (laughs) Just so melodic. That's right. Yeah, when she was bringing him in. Yeah. Um, All right. So later, uh, Peyton shows up, and we learn that Robbie tried biting Major. Uh, To get cough syrup Uh, This is where he says he stole his uniform And then offered to pleasure him for his car keys (laughs) And then Peyton Peyton goes into his room And sees that he's he's gotten out the window
1: He said he was only 60% sure he was kidding
0: (laughs) That's right (laughs) So we go to the scratching post, and Robbie really—he looks like a mess. And Donnie is completely amused until he just like gets grabbed by his little bald head, and Robbie's just screaming in his face that he wants the heroin.
1: He said, "I saved your life." Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I thought it was great.
1: I was really surprised that uh, that Donnie called Peyton.
0: It was Blaine that called Peyton oh.
1: because Donnie
0: called Blaine, and then he goes down to Blaine's office on his couch. He's asking him, and then Blaine called, and then Peyton comes in.
2: Oh, yeah, and that Robbie's was still begging
0: for it, and yeah, yeah. Um, and she's got a you know a, a credit to Ravi, of course. You know, he's just you know he's the best. Um, Peyton has a brain tube. The brain tube will you know neutralize this brain that he's on and get rid of all these DTS. But he's going to ride it out Until he finds this dog So we go to dog day afternoon Where Payne and Robbie are having uh, a, Like a movie day Where they're just watching dog movies all day long and <laughs> Hoping that it
1: would trigger yeah, A vision
0: Currently they're watching Old Yeller And then suddenly he has a vision And I noticed, I was like, "Oh," uh, Because she goes, come on baby Find that dog, and I'm like, baby Yeah <laughs> Alright <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he finds out where it is. We don't really see the dog where the where the dog was or what happened with the dog, but the, you know, it doesn't we, matter. And eh, whatever, <laughs> next time we see it, this wife and the this lady Wendy and her son uh, get kept the dog, you know, and uh, um, we, you know, minor never forget, but Ajax, yay, um. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So then uh, Peyton goes to Ravi, who is looking a lot better, and uh, they just kind of look at each other and then they just start kissing. And hashtag Charlotte Robarty lives again.
1: They went through an emotional event Mm -hmm. together.
0: Yep. And uh, he was a big hero and uh, he he didn't have to do any of this. And he did it for her and he, you know, made her look good. And, And, you know, she was feeling a lot of guilt because she pretty much caused that bus crash you know she's she's got all that on her shoulders because you know the bus driver didn't get her you know the whole feeding the bus driver thing and he was not getting enough and yada 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 what happened last week yes all right next chapter clive makes a try uh
1: (laughs) what is that referring to
0: i just tried to find something where that rhymed with clive sort of
1: Oh that that's not
0: I just wrote that down. You
1: you did that. That's not the uh the act.
0: No introduction. okay. I, I was inspired by IZombie by making act act break uh chapter titles for my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Michelle is asking Clyde where he learned uh police work from like the streets. He's like, No, LA confidential and he's she says is that a podcast?
2: Is pod that a podcast?
0: <laughs> So, she's never seen it before, so uh, she invites him over to her place to watch it with her. Um, And fast forward to the sexual harassment seminar at the Seattle PD, taught by none other than Johnny Frost, um, who says sexual harassment is no joke. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we see this horrific newscast, which seems to take place after the... uh, the you know Discovery Day because he's talking about putting a streak of white in her hair, which is just whoo that was dirty. Um,
1: <laughs> I just got it.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I preferred wave the wand in her chamber of secrets. That was really funny. And then he just keeps going, and they're like, "Stop! <laughs> you, you're still on the camera." And he says, "Anybody ever motorboat, Sharon?" And he's just like, blah, 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 blah. and then he hits pause, and his face is like mid <laughs> motorboat. Oh,
2: <laughs> such a slam ball. Oh,
0: yeah! But uh, Darren Norris, you're you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, big lecture happens in Basio. You know, he's talking about dating in the workplace. Can you? And Basio says, "Yes, you can." And then. Uh, Johnny calls on Clive to talk about the paperwork involved in dating in the workplace. And uh, we see Michelle is looking a little bothered by this because she's realizing. Yeah
2: she's, yeah,
1: she's putting two and two together. Mm-hmm.
0: So Clive starts talking about about it. And Liv starts echoing him in song, which... <laughs> <laughs> you go down to HR. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, so then we come to the sketch scene where uh, Johnny's looking for somebody to participate in a sketch uh, about uh, sexual harassment and playing the role of inappropriate Sue is uh, Liv Moore, who Johnny does not want to call on, but... (laughs) (laughs) So she introduces him to a game called Chicken. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then as we saw in the promo, I like the shape your lips make when they say no.
1: Yeah. I mean, she turned this into... She turned this sexual harassment... Uh, um, crap. What is this called? Sexual harassment seminar? Seminar. That's okay. Word. She turned this seminar this this workplace meeting into an acting workshop.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And then she goes and scene. <laughs> and then Robbie of course, is puking into a trash can. Mm. It's just madness. Uh. So yeah, Clive ends up telling Michelle later, and she's just not into that. Which is yeah. uh, good for you, Michelle.
1: Yeah, right. She she wants a relationship. She doesn't want to be the person on the side.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, you know, I noted Kavanaugh was a little sketchy when we first met Michelle. He had his hand on her shoulder, was kinda of turning her away from Clive and Liv. Um and here we see like Cl- Kavanaugh trying to eavesdrop as they start talking in the in the hallway. I really think mm-hmm. that Kavanaugh's got a thing for Michelle too.
1: Maybe, so. maybe he, maybe Kavanaugh realized all that was going on and was oh, trying yeah, to who. protect Michelle from the situation.
0: He's more like Michelle. Uh, we can watch a movie together, and I'll light my scented candles, <laughs> and uh, we can hang out together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I was well, going with that.
1: probably like, AMC. he's probably like, you know. I'm a human. You're a human. and yeah. This is not a complicated. We don't have any complications. That's right. It be, but is he? He's not married, is he? No. No,
0: I don't think so. Okay. So uh, yeah, Clive explains and apologizes. You know, Clive really did a great job. At least you know, and just putting it all on the table. Like this is what's going on, and I'm I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm so sorry. You know, and this uh,
1: is awkward. Yeah. I haven't even played the field. or Whatever yeah. he said, like. You know making it clear that this is a new situation
0: Yeah he doesn't and. just He's just not he's not trying to like mess with her Or play any stupid games um, And uh, Yeah uh, good for Michelle She's not into it so I'm hoping that Like this isn't like the last Of this because um, Or I don't know I don't know who are we rooting more for Clive and Basio at this point or Clive and Michelle I'm I really having a hard. Mm. T- I mean, I really have not heard much of Basio's side of the story about this, and mm-hmm. all I've seen is her making out with some other dude. And...
1: Yeah, and you just, you know, you just wonder can their relationship uh, survive
0: this yeah. situation? And we see she's looking on through the one-way glass, and uh, mm. I, I have she a feeling she heard she's, everything. I think she's going to dump him. She's going to realize this is. I'm putting him through more than he, you know, he should be put through. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I guarantee she's going to dump him. And then maybe Clive and Michelle be together. I don't know. Because uh, I don't see, I don't know. Maybe Bozzie will get the cure, uh, one of the cures. And then they can be together. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, but open relationships but seem to, might do a there lot doesn't of damage, seem to be, you know.
1: There doesn't seem to be any hope for
0: him. Yeah. Uh, I think we need more... We need another, like, live and Bozio scene, like, talking to each other, you know, post the reveal about the open relationship, um, Mm -hmm. and and we'll know more. All right. And my final uh, chapter note is uh, father and son reunion. Um, We first go to Romero's. We see Tucker there begging for uh, scraps, and Blaine's just dumping them out in front of him.
1: Mm, That's so low down.
0: Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. And and Tucker says, I wrote the quote down, what would one wicked wanton wanton stuffed with balls of brains brined and braised harm the Almighty? And I'm like, what is that a quote of And I I really don't know. It's another one I'm going to have to ask, Graham, unless you know. Oh,
1: I could, uh, my first impression was that he's speaking like, uh, like Angus, like the prophet. Yeah. Like he's been exposed to the prophet so much that he's speaking like him.
2: Yeah. I'm not
0: sure. I don't know. So yeah, Blaine is like you know, basically threatens to introduce him to his maker and then says to Donnie, Great, the Churchies have found us. <laughs> so uh we later on we see him at the well and yeah, Blaine Blaine still has no idea that Angus yeah. is
1: out. He thinks Angus is still in the whale. Well.
0: <laughs> crazy. And he he tells the well how much of a big shot he is. He says he's got a Scrooge McDuck room, <laughs> which I'm not sure, but he's got a hell of a car though. I don't know what product placement that was for, but uh <laughs> what was if, that? If, if it was a nice looking car.
1: Was it a uh, Bugatti?
0: I don't know. No idea. Anyway, uh then finally we go to Romero's where Angus is holding a sit-in. Nobody is moving. That was creepy. Blaine's face when he sees his father like breaking bread and there's Tucker sitting by his side.
2: Mm.
0: I wrote the quote down. The well gives shape to the water. The water gives life to the well. Like the bubble, I am born to rise. So we rise. And they all stand up and (laughs) and he's like, this is creepy. (laughs) So yeah, he says, feed my flock, uh, and for free. And, uh, Blaine realizes he's outnumbered and overwhelmed here. And he's like, okay, Monday is at lunch. We'll do that. And he's going to let it go. He's going to walk out and just get it all together. But then Angus forgives Blaine. Mm-hmm. which I There's will like a slap
1: you. in the face.
0: Keep smiling. You child abusing son of a bitch. And, uh, I was so like jarred by this whole thing. I was like, whoa, you know, by this. And I didn't notice what he says. He says to Donnie on the way out, he says that um that he wants Dino. Yeah. So Dino's in some trouble.
1: Yeah, like he automatically knows that Dino's the one that got him out of the well. He's the only yep. one that
0: could have. Mm-hmm. And he says, serve the flock some cheap the, the cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, great episode. Um We should get right into feedback Because we're clipping along at a. I think we had a really good discussion there I I hope everybody liked it I hope you liked it Yeah, it was great I'm vamping while I bring up our voicemail Okay (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, you'll be able to hear this week Because we're not actually recording live So I'll play it through my phone Let's see what happens here Will it play? I'll be
2: able to hear
0: This Well, this is from Moira, actually
2: Oh, Moira! Um, Just watched My Really Fair Lady great episode uh i get peyton and robbie back together which personally i'm a shipper for them so i'm happy about that and uh the um, the actor brain is hilarious beautifully done i love the bit with Liv in her actual accent um you know seducing the uh the security guard that's just adorable and <laughs> with liz trying to get the best out of the newscaster in the uh, sexual harassment scene that was so funny um but she has taken this completely uh, irreversible step of becoming the new renegade and scratching people and having it on your tape and this is just a point of no return for Liz. and so in all seriousness i can see how this episode is setting up the rest of the season to, to watch this all play out and it's serious and it's somber and you know these are people's lives when she's got the very final scene of this episode where she's trying to pick three out of 300 applicants i just felt for her so much and um and i was really really just impressed with lips sort of moral compass and who she is as a person so uh yeah can't wait to see the next one this is
0: this is great loving it all right take care till next time Thanks, Moira.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure that as a physician, if Moira is watching that and she the idea that you can't help everybody would just be heartbreaking
0: to her. Oh right, yeah. It's true. All right. This is
1: and Jeff. and that is why and that is why for me, when the man took had, was able to take his oxygen off and he hugged her, that's why I was like
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was almost like, you know, like one of those religious revivals. Like, you're healed! He's yeah. healed." <laughs> All Amazing. right, here, here's Jeff. Oop, nope, it's not Jeff. Jeff? This, is, this is me not hitting the right button. Come here on, we go. X-Force 11. Hey, Robin and Steph, this is Jeff X-Force 11 calling in about my really fair lady. <laughs> I absolutely loved this story. I enjoy getting to see actors acting like bad actors (laughs) or actors learning to be actors. It was just hilarious. And to see Rose use all those different accents was hilarious. But truthfully, it was just really, really cool. I enjoyed the storylines. I enjoyed seeing Ravi taking on those hair and Brain fits in order to help Peyton out and give her that win she needed. I ship those two. I really do. But I really enjoy the storyline and uh, with Liv taking over for Mama. And I just appreciate what they're doing. And I look forward to seeing what's next. Uh, It's just so good. All right. Thank you, two X Force Eleven. Out. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I can't wait till next uh, next week. It's just uh, I don't know. This show is so great, and <laughs> it's going by so quick. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our voicemail. Um, a reminder to check out the app from our friends at TV Time. If you want to join a global community of TV watchers where our podcast, among others, is currently streaming, download the TV Time app today. Go to TVTime.com for more details. And thank you to everyone who is listening to us through the app. Um, we want to hear a little bit of TV Time feedback stuff?
1: Okay. Mary Ger, Mary Gerr. Mary Ger Said. Rose once said in an interview that I keep asking to eat some New Zealand brains so I can speak with my actual accent. She got it. That was really awesome. (laughs) Daenerys says, am I the only one that secretly wants Peyton and Blaine to be together? Yes. I mean, uh, on one hand, I want Peyton and Blaine to be together, but I know he's so bad for her.
0: Uh, you're you're not the only one, but man, I'm I'm writing the uh, hashtag #CharlesRobardi. Oh uh, no, uh, wave. That's so sweet, so sweet. Yeah.
1: Lauren says, "I ship Liv and the video guy. He's gonna die, isn't he?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> Liv has a reputation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's so it's so funny to watch these guys fall for Liv while she's on a brain that <laughs> makes her a different person.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot see, of Liv behind you, that, you know. Yeah, there was.
1: yeah. You can see uh, Levon just falling for her, mm-hmm. the way he looks at
2: her. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. Uh, Joe Bear, thirty three, says rent with zombies needs to be a thing after this, mm-hmm. and you know what? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> the way theater is Yeah way they like to turn Twist things around uh, For sure a, a day
0: Adelmo A day,
1: Adelmo 74 says I hope that Melissa O'Neill Suki Becomes a recurring character I do too I really like yeah. her I, I hope she
0: sticks around for a while For, for sure Alright let's get into email This one's from Efrex Hey, guys, what to say about this episode? What an embarrassment of riches. I must have pumped my fist and shouted, hell yeah, every 10 seconds on this one. (laughs) I don't think there are words for how insanely well-structured this thing was and how many plot threads got worked through here. Every single scene deserves an award. The brain was perfect. The guest stars are perfect. The Rent with Zombies opener was perfect. How the creative team managed to shoehorn in all that plot, character, comedy, and drama into one episode defies my ability to comprehend. I'm not even going to touch the main plot or character points from this episode. Because to comment on one would require my commenting on all of them. And I don't have time to write a 20-page analysis. Just a few small takes. (laughs) We can now retire the term meta humor. Rose McIver playing an American, <laughs> playing as Kiwi, doing a bad American accent has officially defined the term for all time. No others need apply. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my least favorite plot points from the season were the Ravi as a monthly zombie thing and the Bosano open relationship. Both get great payoffs here. Not necessarily enough to make me forgive the writers for creating them in the first place, but pretty darn close. The shot of Dale standing outside the interrogation room after Clive and Michelle's conversation was heartrending, mm. And the Charles Crabarty kiss had me cheering out loud. Uh, <laughs> much props to you, Efrex, for using the correct hashtag. I mean, honestly, Pavi, that sounds ridiculous. Charles <laughs> Crabarty. Okay, uh, he continues. The cast standout for me in this one was David Anders. Blaine is smarmy, seething, morally bankrupt, and still incredibly compelling. How the hell do you pull off that combination? Mm. There's actually a better musical theater analog to the New Seattle than Rent. The show Rachel Bloom's character really should have rewritten was an early 2000s fringe to Broadway show called Urin Town which features a world suffering a severe water shortage, resulting in bans on private toilets, which in turn causes a populist uprising. There are a lot of stylistic parallels between the musical and iZombie, including the use of punny company names. The toilet ban is enforced by a corporation called Urine Good Company. Granted, I'm maybe one of maybe five people who would have caught the reference had the writers made it, yeah, I, I I think uh they probably went with rent because it's a it's a little bit more popular. <laughs> um okay, uh, and then he says, I can't wait to hear your recap. I'm dying to hear your closing sketch. Closing sketch, we don't do those. <laughs> I don't know what she's what he's talking about. Viva La Resistance. Long live the zombie railroad, Ephrex. Thanks, Ephrex.
1: Yeah, our school did You're in town, but I didn't see it And when uh, At first, when I didn't realize It was Rent, I was thinking Angels in America Because It's uh, on Broadway now
0: Ah, okay And
1: it was on my mind
0: Well, at least it wasn't Hamilton Because every show seems to be I love Hamilton, but every show seems to be All about the Hamilton
1: Hamilton
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me started Please, Burr, sir. Will you read the Facebook?
1: <laughs> Facebook feedback. Don says, this felt different, but I liked it.
0: <laughs> uh, Dave says, rent with zombies, so it works. Uh, they keep involving Hunter. I want more from her. Uh, he's talking about Michelle. Um, I really want Clive and Bozio to figure this out, but it seems tough. Robbie's breakdown was rough, and Peyton's got one stressful job. Well done. I so want them back together. Love Rose's over-the-top New Zealand stuff. So much fun. So, Blaine had no idea his dad was out. Nice reunion. Going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm.
1: Nikki says, So, this is where all the plot lines start coming together. I like the slower pace of this episode. Nice character moments. And bonus, Veronica Mars alum, Francis Capra. Well done.
0: Weevil. Okay, Sagan says, Hey, Stephen Robin. This episode was great. I am so happy. Francis Capra's character was everything. A little more Veronica Mars never hurt anybody. I'm also a fan of Melissa O'Neill from Dark Matter, so another good character to see. Ravi taking the heroin addict brain was so well done. A perfect way to show Peyton his love for her. Mm. When Peyton showed up, aw, When Peyton showed up at Ravi and Major's, I was on the edge of my seat with my fingers crossed for a kiss. Finally, live with roses. True accent was perfect. I can listen <laughs> to it all day. I'm excited to see where the live as renegade will go now. Man, yeah. I really want that accent on our podcast. If anybody knows Rose McIver, tell her, please come on our show. That's just me.
1: <laughs> I'll do my best. Hopefully she'll be at, uh, at DragonCon. Dragon yeah, <laughs> talk to her. Uh, Darren says, I get the feeling that near the end of the season, Major is going to have to decide where his loyalties lie. It feels like they're going to uh, have him discover what Liv is doing, and we'll find out if there is Still, anything with them
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he feels the same way About the whole, perhaps, you know Final episode chopping block scene You know, Will major saver Of course he will uh, Rose Heather says Favorite brain of the series so far It was Liv's humanity coupled with the brain Bringing out a sense of theater Rather than the brain overwhelming her completely Just for the lols I was, oh lol <laughs> Okay, uh <laughs> LOLs, I should say. Um, I was expecting Liv to say she was one of the little hobbit children, as she would be about the 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 right age, which, uh, yeah, that would be hilarious. The, uh, she actually included a little scene from um, Fellowship that showed the little hobbit children, and, and uh, yeah, that would be great.
1: <laughs> Marissa, and they say, Marissa, uh, oh, just got back from Paris or oh. Europe or somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah. so uh, uh, she must be loving the Enzo stuff.
1: Mm. this episode was a breath of fresh air compared to some of the previous ones. Love seeing Liv doing something that she's passionate about. Although like all things this season, the stakes have been raised considerably.
0: Yes. All right. That's it for feedback. Thank you so much, everybody to write in. And uh, yeah, um, if you're listening to this uh, uh, before Saturday and you want to get in, uh, you know, your, your questions for Graham Norris, the writer of this episode um, You know, it could be about this episode It could be about this season uh, You know, he is a part of the writer's room He is in all, all the discussions With the um, uh, The rest of the writing team And uh, he's been here since the beginning of the series So if you want to get in a, a good question you, you heard our our talk with Bob And you wish you could have gotten a, a question in for Bob um, Send in one for Graham You know, I'm sure he'd love to answer Or at least do his best at answering If it's too spoilery uh, so uh, with that, let's hear the trailer from the next episode. Don't hate the player, hate the brain.
2: Monday.
1: Yay! No trace of neurosyphilis.
2: A professional player. He made his money as a wingman for hire. That's a thing? Gets worked to death. Still the thing the killer knew a womanizer would come into contact with. Not a bad way to go. Who's with me? I-Zombie. All new next Monday at 9, 8 central on the
0: CW. All right. The description says in the club after consuming the brain of a bachelor playboy live heads to a club to meet up with Clive and Ravi. Meanwhile, major is assigned an enormous task. And lastly, Clive is still struggling with the ar- arrangement he's made with Bazio. Uh, and it's written by uh, a friend of the show, Sarah, uh, Sarah Sadie. So,
2: Yay. Mm.
0: Which I'm uh, hoping we'll get to talk to her again too. Uh,
1: uh, did I see in the promo was Rose was live
0: wearing her Rose costume? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the in the in the club, she was wearing it. Um, I'm I not sure if that was a part of her uh, her look or or what. But um, it, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I wonder
1: if it's just like left? If it's a uh, if it takes place immediately after, the, I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised?
0: There's, there's in some of the promo photos they showed uh, Clive uh, talking to some girls and like looking at a phone. So I'm not sure if maybe Liv uh, got a dating app going or anything like that to, <laughs> to help Clive out. Uh, and you know, if she's going to be on Player Brains, I'm sure she's going to be uh, a really embarrassing wingman.
1: Oh uh, uh, so yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> I guess that line that was included when Clive said he hasn't even played the field. Uh-huh. I guess that's foreshadowing.
0: We're playing the field, yeah. Mm-hmm. So much foreshadowing. They mentioned uh, My Fair Lady way back uh, in Brainless in Seattle, Part One, and now we're uh, we just talked about the episode My Really Fair Lady. Wow, which uh, no makeover, but uh, you know she is really fair, <laughs> as in pale skinned. Anyway, well. If that's about it, I think we can uh, wrap the show up for today. Is that it, though? What do you mean?
1: For the show, for us.
0: Wow, Steph. I I really wasn't thinking about that. I was just saying about it, like, for today. I
1: mean, what would Liv do? You see her taking risks, yet she kept doing what she did. Did she give up when the odds were against her?
0: Uh, I think you're being just a bit too dramatic. Oh, I see where this is going.
1: Hell no, she didn't. And we can't either. This show can't end. We're not going to let it end. We're going to watch this show live. We're going to tell our family and our friends to watch it live. Yeah. We're going to get on Twitter, and we're going to tweet at the CW, and we're going to say, "I Zombie will not go gentle into that good night. I Zombie will not vanish without a fight. iZombie is going to live. iZombie is going to survive. And then you're going to finish that tweet with a hashtag Renew. I, Zombie, we're going to save this show. We're going to get a season five.
0: Wow. Were you recording that, or do you need me to do it again? Thank you for listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph.
1: Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for Podcast, all one word.
1: All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com.
0: You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith.
1: You can follow Robin as well at El @Robiniero.
0: Our podcast logo is designed by Dee Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, a friend of the show, Cheyenne, contributes with photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at iZombiePodcast. I zombie Love. Check out our
1: other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes.
0: You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spin off Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes.
1: While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We did this in our spare time, so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans.
0: And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're done. You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies! Zombies!